Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. Today we are continuing our series in the book of James. And today we have another guest with us, uh, my home church pastor, Pastor Ben Gonzalez. Well, thank you, Brother Jacob. It's good to be with you today here on The Daily Dig. And um, as uh, Brother Jacob said, I'm, I'm his pastor at First Baptist Church in beautiful Goodrich, Michigan. And we've had the privilege to serve there for going on six years, which it's hard to it's hard to believe it's always been six years. But uh, we have a beautiful wife Shannon, and we have three kids. Um, they are uh, all just doing well. We got a daughter getting married, and uh, a lot of things going on at church. And so we're very excited about what God's doing, and excited to hear about um, about uh, some upcoming things we have at our church. Uh, Jacob may have shared some, but we have a lot going on. But Yes. So we're so we're just thankful that what God's doing there. We also just one thing that I love about Pastor Ben is just his love for the word of God. And and that's really the heart is, is that when we we are living in the word of God and we we read the word of God, it does a work in our hearts. And so we see some of that today in James chapter number one, verse number 19. It says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness, here it is, the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. See, James here is, is just as we're reminding ourselves, James is talking to those 12 tribes that are scattered abroad. They are being encouraged to continue to stay faithful in the trials, remain joyful in those trials, but then he he gets to this point. He says, wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak. Isn't this the, I don't know if, if you identify with this, but I identify a little bit like Peter, you know, the, the disciple with the, the foot-shaped mouth. You know, sometimes we're so quick to say something. And, you know, some of us have that little bit of a bend that we want to speak fast. We want to have a retort fast. Um, but, but James here is reminding them, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things I've always loved about the book of James, you know, it's like the, it's like the Proverbs of the new Testament. I'm sure you've heard before, but, uh, in chapter in verse 19, he says, he, he gives them a, a, a challenge, swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. But he says, my beloved brethren. Uh, it's so beautiful that scripture when, when it comes time to speak truth to us, uh, it, it reminds us we are beloved. And so he says, beloved brethren, be, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. That means we control our emotions. We have to control what our natural urges are, uh, to, to speak, to wrath, to anger. Um, we have to control those as believers. So it's interesting, as you said, beloved brethren, it, it's like uh, a pastor once told me, well, you know, sometimes when we're about to be corrected, having that first thing to come across as positive makes us receptive more. He's saying, hey, I, I love you guys, 
but let's make sure that we're 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 listening. Be be quick to hear. Isn't that the opposite of what we normally do? We normally are quick to speak and then we are short fused. You know, so then I love where he says, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. So he, he he's saying we, we ought to be quick to hear. We ought to be slow to speak. And then he mentions the wrath and then he gets to the result. It's like the Tasmanian devil effect where we we get to this place where we are out of control. And then when we get done, we're looking around and we're seeing all the destruction that we've done. And so, my friend, I, I would ask you, are, are you evaluating the words that come out of your mouth? We are living in a society that, that almost uh, endorses this no-filter mentality. Oh, I'm just being real. Well, maybe we shouldn't be so real in the sense of just letting anything fly out of our mouth. Maybe we should be thoughtful of when we are coming together and we are talking with other people, we are thinking about what we're going to say and kind of come back to uh, a little acronym. I had this acronym uh, given to me years ago, the idea of think before you speak. Is it true? Is it honest? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? Is it kind? And so if, if our speech doesn't embody that, we, we probably are pretty much in trouble. Verse number 21, it says this. It says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness, superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we continue looking at this, you know, what not to do, what to do, what to lay apart, what to, what to be and how to live, um, we can't expect to respond in the flesh and have it produce good results in relationships, in our homes. You know, the wrath of man, it doesn't work the righteousness of God. We're not going to have that. And so he says, because of that, lay apart those things. Put them aside. Filthiness, superfluity of naughtiness. Of Isn't course, that a good word? That's a beautiful word. That's, that's <laughs> I think, the only time in the New Testament I think that's used. But uh, the idea of superfluity is excess. And then, of course, Naughtiness is, you know, sinful sinfulness. So your excess sinfulness, um, lay that apart. Put those things aside. And like like you had mentioned earlier, uh, when we were talking about swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Oftentimes, if you ever notice, you're in a discussion or an argument, and you're not listening to what they're saying. You're preparing your next phrase. You're preparing your next word. Somebody's saying, be quick to hear, to listen. So laying these things aside as we as we build those relationships. I believe seven habits of a, a productive person. I think it's Stephen Covey. Mm -hmm. One of his seven habits is listen, not to respond, but to hear what the person is saying. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't believe Stephen Covey is a believer. I don't. But I do believe that there is wisdom in, in listening to what a person is saying, not thinking about what you're going to respond, but listening to them. And so as we're laying apart these, these sinful habits, the opposite not only is laying apart, but th this is something I, I just made this connection. Lay apart, putting off, putting off the works of darkness we see in, in Romans, and then putting on. What are we putting on? We're receiving with meekness mm -hmm. the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. Wherewithal shall the young man cleanse his way? By taking mm -hmm. heed thereto, according to thy word. Mm -hmm. And how many times does Scripture remind us to uh, put off and put on? 
Because I think a lot of a lot of believers, you know, they don't they don't do do those things in that order. Uh, they try to just do more do more good things, or they try to you know they don't put off what they need to. He says, put off, you know, stop these things and start doing something else. Then of course, um, the engrafted word. That's a beautiful uh, a beautiful word uh, about the idea of being grafted in. Scripture talks about that, and that has been now something that we can grow in. And of course, it always gives the power of the word, which is able to save your souls. So that's a beautiful reminder that we've been, as Gentiles, <laughs> we've been grafted in, but uh, it get, uses that same that same phrase. So it's like a word picture. Yeah. But but one of the things as we come to a close today, I just want to want to ask you a couple questions. Are you developing a habit of constantly speaking over people, allowing your anger, allowing your passion, as I would have said it? Uh, as a kid, are you allowing that to be what drives you not to slow your wrath, but work the 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 evil things uh, that the destructive nature of anger, because we're we're not working the righteousness of God. Are we setting out patterns to lay apart things? I, I would ask you this: When's the last time you've laid something apart? You said, you know what, this is problematic in my life, Lord. I'm repenting of this. I'm getting rid of this. And, and I would challenge you, find a verse, memorize that verse. And when you're thinking of losing your temper, when you're thinking of doing something that you shouldn't do, quote the verse. And so as we close, I thank you guys for tuning in today. And we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.